I'm Jane Hilsden, marketing consultant and founder of the How To Do Marketing Academy, as well as small business marketing agency, Dragonfly Marketing. Welcome to this episode of the How To Do Marketing Show, a no-nonsense podcast about marketing for small business. It's my mission to put marketing on the agenda for every regionally-based small business in Australia. Why? Because I know that when marketing is done properly, it can help your business grow. The How To Do Marketing Show is a podcast just for you and your small business. Bursting with marketing insight and information, this show will be a fabulous resource to help you know all there is to know about the topic of marketing for small business. Welcome back to the How To Do Marketing podcast. I hope this finds you well. At the time of recording this podcast, it's um, it's November, the end of November, um, at the end of what has been quite an interesting year, 2021. Won't this year go down in history? It's funny because, you know, I think in in 2020, we, um, you know, finished that year going, wow, what a year, you know, the the shock of and the disruption of COVID. Um, And there was maybe a few optimists among among us who (laughs) were like, cool, that's done. Now let's get on with 2021. I mean, I've by certainly no by no means thought this this COVID thing was going anywhere, but I perhaps didn't anticipate um, the additional lockdown. You know, Sydney having such a long lockdown. I'm based regionally in in Port Macquarie, as most of you who listen to the podcast um, regularly would know. Um, and, and even though we didn't lock down for as long as Sydney or poor um, Melbourne, you, we, we, we were very much affected by those lockdowns because we do business with people in Sydney and we have business colleagues in Sydney and, you know, we have friends and family in Sydney who are all kind of going through it and we, we watch them suffering from afar. So, it's um, and then just kind of managing the ins and outs of of going in and out of of um, COVID as well has been interesting, and um, you know what you know I'm so sick to death of talking about COVID, and I'm certainly not um, dedicating this episode to talking about it. But the reason why I kind of brought it up is because. Um, th- COVID, the way that COVID has affected my business um, has been quite transformational, I guess would be the word, or it's led, it's led me to be quite transformational in the way I do business. And um, this kind of started last year when, honestly, COVID was seriously the best thing that could have happened to my business. I was... At the point being in Port Macquarie, I wanted to expand my footprint beyond beyond the mid-north coast. Um, and to do that, I found that I was, you know, joining a lot of networking groups, et cetera, that were kind of hubbed in, in Sydney. Um, and what that meant is that I was driving to and from Sydney all the time to get to the, the city-centric networking meetings and events and 
you know, any opportunity where you can get in there and build those relationships. Because before COVID, I don't know if any of you really remember, but it was really hard to strike up initial networking conversations from afar or digitally because everything was done, you know, via events or the majority of them were, the main ones were. So, um even just like kind of forming initial business relationships or, or anything like that, it really was best practice to kind of do that face-to-face. Um, and then you could continue the relationship digitally. You could connect on LinkedIn or Instagram um, by email, and then you could Zoom your head off, you know, from, from that point. But it was, you know, those initial connections were kind of always really made face-to-face. Um, and I think we were quite city centric as a nation in terms of, you know, doing business with one another. So um, when COVID came along and all of a sudden we had this platform where everyone was equalized geographically, you know, everyone was just rocking up on Zoom and, it, you know, no one has had any idea where anyone was from. And all of a sudden for my business, I got this exposure to business owners from all over Australia. These networking events were no longer New South Wales-centric. They were no longer city-centric. You know, anyone from anywhere could could turn up. Um, So I was able to kind of really get in front of a national audience so much more easily and so much more quickly So that was a huge plus, 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 plus for my business, which was amazing. Um, So I'm very, very grateful for COVID for doing that. And I'm sure there's a lot of regionally based businesses that would be the same um, and also quite grateful for that opportunity. The other thing that happened, and this was back in 2020, but, you know, I mean, now we kind of have more of an idea of what COVID can do and and now the new... um, variant has just been released so we've moved from delta to omnicon i think that's how you pronounce it pronounce it um so we've now moved to this new variety you know it's almost like rinse and repeat oh great here we go again (laughs) you know hopefully we don't have to go through the bloody rigmarole that we've had to with with delta um but i think what it means is that there's more predictability now you know in 2020 there was when when covid first hit there was zero predictability as to how this would end up so the very very first thing i did back at that point apart from just connect my head off with everyone that i could outside outside of my region um then that's not to say that that i don't enjoy connecting with people in the region i do it's just a lot easier um yeah, so apart from that, I was like, okay, I, you know, I know for a fact that marketing is one of those things that a lot of businesses will um, choose to drop in, in a crisis or a pandemic um, or when things in the economy are not going well. But all the research actually shows that marketing is definitely not something that you should drop during these periods because, if anything, this is the time to actually stay um, in front and really visible with your community Um, And the businesses that do, and there's research from the world wars, from previous pandemics, um, from previous crises, there's there's research that does actually show that those businesses that do remain visible do actually survive and come out the other side of the crisis a lot stronger. They get their customers back on board much faster. So it's like, cool, I will show up for my um, small business audience, um, you know, 
no strings attached and I made the commitment at that point I'm just going to show up on my social platforms and email with as much helpful content that I can so that I can actually help, you know, the small business market navigate through this time as as best as possible, knowing that the research said that marketing should be something that, that everyone continues doing, but also knowing that all of these small businesses were actually closing down, you know, being forced shut. Um, not closing down for good, but, you know, being forced to temporarily shut um, and also not knowing how their revenue was going to be affected or how their business was going to navigate. So I started showing up in, in this way. But the other thing that I did too in terms of a product was, you know, we Dragonfly Marketing has been around now for 14 years and we've always um, kind of operated as an agency model so or a consultancy model. So um, we do the marketing for small business. So we work with them to create their plan and we actually do that plan for them. We develop their marketing plan. Um, and then for a good portion of our clients, we will work on a retainer basis, meaning that, you know, essentially we work as their outsourced marketing department. So they pay us a certain amount per month and we deliver a certain amount of outcomes that we have been specified on the marketing plan. Um, We meet every month, we review, we measure, we optimise, we plan for the month ahead and and then we go forth and, and get that marketing done. So that retainer model has basically been the bulk of the the revenue for our business. We've also done, um, we do individual marketing plans or we've done individual marketing plans as Dragonfly Marketing. And and so that's for small businesses who haven't necessarily wanted the retainer option, but just wanted a plan to guide the marketing that they were doing or they had a resource that that were doing. Um, And then we've worked on um, projects, marketing projects as well. But the commonality is that we were doing the marketing for businesses. And and this, you know, you've got a senior marketer in myself um, who's been marketing for for over 20 years. And then I've got a team of contractors and and, um, I've got the wonderful Soph who works for me at the moment to to help with implementation. So um, you're not paying juniors to get the the work done. It's um, it's an investment, and and there's a certain level of of business owner and a certain level of ambitious ambition that is required to actually justify that investment. Um, and also from from a business model point of view, um, from an agency model, and any marketer listening to this who has run an agency will will know this. When you're actually doing the marketing for businesses, um, it's 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 a it involves a lot of human resources. So, um, marketing takes time. Good marketing takes time. We only produce good good marketing, and even though it ends up more cost effective for for the business owner. So, say for example, a business owner might pay us for for I don't know 10, 20, 30 hours a month, whatever it is. Um, but it's more based on on deliverables. Um, so they might pay us a certain amount per per month. That's still going to cost them a lot, lot less than employing a mid-level or a senior level marketer. So so it works out to be much much more cost efficient in in that way. Um, but from the marketing agency side of things, like to actually 
you know, get the marketing done for several businesses, you, you actually need quite a few humans to be able to, to do that. So it's quite a clunky um, model. Um, so, yeah, so this is how we've run, though, for the last last 15 years. But in COVID, I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, if, 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 if small businesses are actually going to be really worried about their um, their spend and their money and, and, you know, whether the fact, you know, they'll be open and how much revenue is going to come in and all of that sort of stuff, um, they're probably not going to be looking to to invest heavily in, in marketing. And really, I just wanted to encourage them to just keep visible in the most cost-efficient and effective way that they can. And that's not necessarily by paying a marketing agency to, to do your marketing for some businesses. There was a lot of businesses that weren't affected by, by COVID, so obviously that was fine. But what it did lead me to do at that point was start the How to Do Marketing Academy because I thought, well, if I can just show businesses how to, to plan their marketing, to implement it and measure it so that it actually works for them, then this is something that they will be able to afford no matter what kind of happens with, with COVID. Um, and it might be, you know, back at that stage, it might be something that they've actually got a bit of time to do because, you know, if their business is... is um, has been affected by COVID, they might have a little bit more time to to kind of sink their teeth into it. So the How to Do Marketing Academy was born at that point back in um, back in about June last year, and I recruited my first bunch of members, um, and that's exactly what we did for twelve months. They worked with me. I helped them put a plan in place, and then over that twelve months, I helped them implement that plan. Um, and it very much worked in a very, very similar flow and, and rhythm to the way our um, retainers work. However, the difference being is that we weren't doing the marketing for them. They were doing the marketing or in some cases, um, the business owner had a resource that was also doing the academy and um, whether it be like a junior marketing resource, it generally was, and they were doing the academy and being guided by what we were teaching them how to do. So fast forward to 2021 and, um, you know, 12 months of those members being um, part of the academy and these guys ended up actually achieving some really awesome results. Um, the work that they did in that 12 months, you know, some of them were growing their business by 30, even 50%. They were employing new staff members and and really at the end of it a lot of them when I was kind of speaking to them in their post post um, uh, I guess program feedback was that the biggest benefit that they got was that they were learning how to do marketing so even if they were actually going to outsource that in the future as they got busier they understood it. They understood how it worked. They understood the levers to pull within the marketing. And, and I remember one member actually said to me, Jane, I just feel like a more well-rounded business person because he said this was the one thing that I just couldn't get my head around. Um, and now I really feel like I've got my head around it. I know how to do it. So the How to Do Marketing Academy was born. and. Um, Recently, I have decided 
to focus wholly and solely on the How to Do Marketing Academy and showing businesses how to do their marketing, working with businesses, guiding and mentoring um, small businesses, particularly those based in regional areas, um, how to do their marketing. So, so after 14, 15 years as a, operating as an agency, I feel that the, the direction that um, I'd like to take the business now is into this academy model and this education model. Um, so this is how we will be doing business differently next year. Um, it's going to be a transition. So we have some fabulous clients that we're working with at the moment and we're going to continue working with them. Um, we will take on various projects um, as do-it-for-you projects um, and consulting projects as well because I really like being able to do the do. And even though we do our own marketing and, and we can reference so much from that, um, you know, it's it's important to be able to kind of have your, you know, hands dirty and roll up the sleeves and and actually practice all the stuff that you're preaching. So so we'll still we'll still take on one or two um projects, projects, you know, per year perhaps, and and continue working with our existing clients. However, um, any new business will be directed towards the academy. And in the academy, we have a mastermind, which is exactly what this, this group did last year. And we've just recruited some new members in October this year. And this is a, the, that 12-month program that um, I just mentioned, where we learn first how to strategize and plan for your marketing. Then we roll out that marketing together with and, and the small business owners who are members of that mastermind get to work with me, guiding them as to, to how to do that. Uh, but we're also going to be developing some other programs um, as well and some master, like some lunchtime, lunch and learns. Um, there'll be all sorts of different things that, that small businesses can dip their toes in. So the reason why I chose that, I mean, you've just kind of heard the backstory and the evolution of the thinking around that. It kind of, it really is one of those COVID pivots that everyone likes to, to talk about. But it's taken me a while to kind of, I guess, make the decision as to where to apply our focus in the future. And the reason why we decided to go with that academy model in the end is there's, there's kind of two perspectives. One is from the business point of view. So my mission is to get professional marketing on the agenda for every small business in Australia, particularly those based in regional Australia. Um, so I want to be able to scale what we do and how we help people. I want to be able to help as many small businesses as we can. And note that I said professional marketing. So I'm talking marketing that is delivered by trained and experienced professionals because honestly there's a lot of people that sit within that marketing industry that are not necessarily trained and experienced professionals um, 
And that's where I think a lot of small businesses end up losing a lot of money and becoming quite disenfranchised with with marketing as a whole, as everybody's kind of out there claiming to to be a marketer. Um, That's part of the reason, well, in fact, it is one of the big reasons that I choose to be a certified practicing marketer. And um, of course, just have to drop it in there here, just won the Certified Practicing Marketer of the Year Award, which I was very excited about. But the Certified Practicing Marketing, um, uh, I guess, assurance is that, you, I mean, you, it's like anything where you have to be certified. You have to, le- you have to maintain a level of professional development. You have to be a qualified marketer, as in got a, a, a degree, um, or have the you know equivalent experience to be able to operate in that space. Otherwise, you can't be a certified practicing marketer. So, so um, that's I think that's really important for small businesses to actually access that professional marketing um, experience and expertise because that's the stuff that will be really effective for for them. And it's not it's not nuanced to a particular channel. So you know when you go and see a social media. Um, agency and there's some fantastic ones we use some ourselves um, but they will just stick to that social media channel you know your small business particularly if you're in regional Australia your small business is probably going to need much more than social media um, to really really succeed so to be able to kind of go to someone who can give you a really holistic um and comprehensive plan that is suited to that small budget you know that gets the efficiencies and gets to the right people the right message in front of the right people that's where you stand to really kind of make an impact um so that's my mission to get that level of marketing on the agenda for for every small business and with the retainer model with the agency model like we unless we want to employ so many people hundreds of people um, that's really hard to actually a- achieve, like the scalability of that. We can only really work with a certain amount of, of retainer clients um, at a time. Um, and this was something that honestly just stopped me a lot in terms of the growth and the scale of, of that, that marketing agency because I knew how how um, hard that was to manage. And not that I'm afraid of, of a challenge, but honestly, I want to be a marketer, um, not a people manager. It's not, that's not necessarily where my superpower lies. I much I would much rather work with the small businesses um, and help them get real marketing success um, and run my own business as opposed to managing, you know, and being responsible for hundreds of people. That's just me. That's not to say that everyone um, should, should feel like that at all. That's, that's, just, that's just my preference. So to be able to scale this and to be able to work on the work that lights me up, that brings me joy and that I honestly feel can add value to small businesses, I feel that the academy model um, and the education model is is much more is going to enable me to do that much more. So that was that was from a business point of view. The other thing, because I did actually contemplate running the agency, you know, growing the agency as well as growing the the academy. But honestly, like I think if I'm going to give the academy the attention that it needs, it just needs me to be all in. It needs my every ounce of energy and every ounce of 
focus. Um, and that's really scary because I'm walking away from, you know, 14 years of established model, business model, um, and going into something that honestly are, is really new. And I, and I have no idea as to whether this is, this is the right thing to do or not. I mean, I have a feeling, um, otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. But, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's all new and it requires a lot of my time and my attention and my focus. Um, and I just thought I'm going to do both really badly if I try to do both. Um, so I'm just going to focus on, on the academy. And as I said, we'll just keep the, the um, existing clients ticking along for Dragonfly. But the other reason why we chose to do this is because, again, you know, as I was saying before, with and it was this one academy member that, that, that his words just resonate with me every time, is that the biggest benefit that he got out of that academy was learning how to do the marketing himself. He just said it just is like knowledge is power. He said, I just feel like I can make so many more decisions about marketing and how I get that done in my business because I get it now. I know how it works. And as I said, you know, it's he knows the levers to pull. Um, he knows how to assign a budget. He knows how to choose a channel. He knows who it is he's trying to talk to in terms of his, his target audience and his consumer. He knows what messaging works. So even if he does end up, you know, um, outsourcing that, he still has so much um, more confidence in the way that he does that and the results that he will expect to see. Um, so the fact that I'm able to be able to give that to small business owners, you know, I know myself, like that really resonated with me because I remember when I started working with my accountant, and the first thing that he did, and numbers always eluded me. And as a small business owner, like there's so much that we don't know when we first go into business and you just work it out. But numbers really used to frustrate me because I was like, I don't know so much. There's so much that I don't know, but there's so much that I do know that I don't know. And like, I don't know who to help. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't know who to help me. Like you're Googling your head off. You just can't work it out. Um and then this accountant came along into my life, Anthony, his name is, um, and he just explained all the key numbers and he kept his explanations so simple and he works with me. I meet with him once a quarter and each quarter he guides me and mentors me around my numbers and by no means am I, you know, at, at, at a financial savviness as to most most accountants or financially kind of minded people, but I understand the numbers in my business. And that not only helps me in my business, but it actually helps me give advice to other small businesses around their marketing. Because there's a lot of small businesses that aren't familiar with their, their numbers. And that's crucial. If you're marketing, if you're going to be investing in your marketing, you need to know um, about how that investment is going to affect your bottom line. Um, so I can understand how that investment affects businesses' bottom line, um, small businesses' bottom line now. So that just empowers me not only as a small business owner but as, as a marketer. So, like, that for me was such a game changer in business and I thought, well, if we can provide that for businesses, if we can provide that moment for businesses by teaching them how to do it, then, you know, that lights me up. 
that that's what that's where I want to be that's how I want to help so so that was a big 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 um reason for us as as well to choose that so so that's the what and the why now is is left um of how 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 are we going to transition it well I already mentioned that you know we'll keep working with our existing clients um but yeah, we're we're starting all new channels, which we started a couple of months ago. New Instagram, new Facebook. We'll be merging the the Facebook pages um, because we've ultimately still got a very very similar target audience, um, particularly for the the communities that we've built via Dragonfly Marketing. Um, there's so much to do there. Like we really haven't even scratched the surface, but at the moment, our focus is on um, just planning out that product ecosystem to make sure everything complements each other. But, you know, just like we do with all of our clients, when we look at our four Ps of marketing, product, price, place, and uh, the promotion will come, is, you know, we've got to establish whether this product is viable. You know, we've got to make sure that this product is tweaked so that it's, it's valuable to small businesses um, you know, a lot of the time, small business owners will make the decision or, you know, on their from their point of view that, oh, this product is exactly what the market needs, which it might be, but they've got to be able to value that and understand it and appreciate it as well for you to actually make money from that. So there'll be a lot of that. Um, then, you know, just making sure that that pricing, that investment is, is right both to make that profitable for, for, for and viable for us as a business, but also in terms of positioning that, you know. So this is something where business owners will, will be doing the marketing themselves or, and what we recommend is we get, is business owners assign a resource in their organisation, whether it be, you know, someone who's keen to get to do the marketing, like an admin person, or it could be a junior marketing person. It could just be someone in the business who really, you know, wants to, to have some fun with marketing um, and getting them to, to do this so that there's not just, it's not just left to the business owner to implement because we all know how busy we are as business owners. So we want to set you up for success there. So, yeah, so so it's getting that pricing right and making sure that that works for that business. Um, and then, you know, how we will deliver it, which is place, um, will be online so that we can, we can deliver this um, to any small business throughout regional Australia and throughout Australia full stop. And that's what really lights us up because we're able to actually get to some of those businesses in, in regional Australia that can't easily necessarily get to, to a marketing resource in their own region um, or even if they've got some people in their region that they'd like to outsource to that don't necessarily have the professional marketing skills, they can tap into us to get the, that, that guidance and then work with their regional providers to, to get some of the marketing done. So graphic designers, website developers, you know, social media people or, or whatever. Um, so, yeah, so there's there's getting that some of that strategic stuff in place and then um, in terms of the promotion, we're really building our community now. So um, I'd love you to, if you're listening to this, go and visit the website at howtodomarketing.com.au and on the front page, um, on the home page, the front page, the home page, 
um, there is a little button that says get your one-page marketing plan template. Um, if you click on that, you can download a, um, a one-page marketing plan template and, and be added to our email list. We send out lots of tips and tricks and um, let you know when podcast episode go episodes go live. Um, we give you behind the scenes into what we're doing with our marketing and what's happening on the ground um, within our business. Um, and that's um, that's via this 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 email. So if you would like to to sign up for that, the other resource you can sign up for is the howtodomarketing.com.au slash 50 things. And there are 50 ideas. You will have heard that in the um, the ads that, that are, are running in this, this episode. 50 ideas for you to optimise your marketing for, for next year, for any year really. Um, and they're all 50 ideas that were tried and tried and tested by um, ourselves. So hop on and, and subscribe to the email. We'd, we'd love for you to, to, um, to, to join us. Um, also, our Instagram community is going to be a big focus for us as well. And of course, that's at How to Do Marketing Academy. Again, lots of tips um, going out via that channel as well. And we'd love to um, come and follow you back and um, yeah, connect via, via that channel. So, so focusing on on building our communities first and and foremost, and um, as I said, there'll probably be lots of things unfolding next year in twenty twenty two. So keep your eyes peeled. Certainly, if you're looking at dipping your toe into finding out, you know more about marketing from the strategic point of view, there's going to be lots of stuff that um, will be perfect for that. So, so yeah. That is how we are going to be doing business differently in 2022. Um, what about you guys? What are, are you doing something differently next year? Has COVID prompted a pivot for, for your business? Um, I'd love to hear from you if it if it has. Um, and if it if it has, you know, feel free to reach out on Instagram or, and I haven't changed my email yet, you can drop me an email. Happy to hear from you. Would love to hear from you. Jane at dragonflymarketing.com.au. Okay. Well, um, hopefully this has provided um, some inspiration maybe for someone who's maybe thinking of, of um, launching a new product or a new business. Um, or maybe doing things a bit differently in 2022. Um, yeah, I hope uh, I hope you have an enjoyable remainder of 2021, and look forward um, to hearing from you. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the How To Do Marketing Show. And remember, if you want a list of 50 high-impact marketing activities that you can easily implement on a small budget, head to howtodomarketing.com.au forward slash 50 things. And until next time, happy marketing. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 